Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Erica Bonser, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Sean Kelly, the Vice President and Fiduciary Financial Advisor at Heffernan Financial Services. Um, and Sean's working out of Orange County in Los Angeles. Is that right, Sean? That's correct. Hi, Erica. Hi. Thank you so much for joining. Sure. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. So I think the best place to start, as always, is who are you and what is um, or who is Heffernan Financial Services? Sure. Yep. Thank you um, again for for having me today. And if I'm giving you too much information, just stop me. Um, <laughs> if it gets boring, I'd be happy to. No such to... thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, in that case, I grew up in Southern Orange County in Dana Point, California, and uh, I went to UC Santa Barbara. I studied business economics, and I worked in Santa Barbara for a little while. Um, and then I moved back home here to Orange County and married my high school sweetheart. And um, Natalie and I have uh, three daughters, three dogs, seven chickens, 13 <laughs> quail, two tortoises, and one fish. So we got quite a farm over here um, living in San Juan. And um, I've been in the retirement plan industry since 2007. So yeah. I started started off at um, at National Retirement Partners, which was um, Bill Chetney's retirement-focused broker-dealer, and then LPL purchased us around 2010. I stuck around there for a while and um, and working with advisors and, and on that side of things for so long, I decided to join the Heffernan Group. And Blake Tebow has been a friend for a long time, so here I am. Yeah. Wow. With, with uh, the farm <laughs> that you have at home, uh, <laughs> COVID must have been a great opportunity for you to not travel as much and spend time playing with children and animals. Yes, it was. And when uh, when there were egg shortages in the grocery stores, uh, we actually were handing them out to our neighbors, and it was uh, it was better than gold at that point. So oh, I can only imagine. Out. Uh, talking about COVID, um, how has that impacted your your job or? Heffernan Financial, um, and what have you done to shift to help your clients during this time? Yeah, great question. Um, so at Heffernan, you know, we're so I mentioned I joined the Heffernan Group, and and we're our Heffernan Financial Services. We're a division of the Heffernan Group. So, and we also have a, a large insurance brokerage arm. So there's been a lot of different experiences, you know, with COVID. We have 450 employees nationwide, um, and just you know too many clients to count. So, um, you know, we're trying to support and service them, you know, in this kind of unprecedented time yeah. and being a full service financial advisory firm. Um, you know, we have team members in Orange County, Northern California, Seattle, Oregon, Arizona, Missouri, and New York. And so, you know, our type of client is, is just different, right? We have manufacturing, we have nonprofits, we have retail, we have restaurants, just because we're, we're kind of, you know, we have a, a pretty big footprint. Yeah. Um, but being in the retirement plan industry for, you know, 30 years, it, when you, when you look at all the advisors in our group, we have, you know, a much larger combined number of years experience, but at the Heffernan financial services division specifically, we've been in this business for over 30 years. So, um, so we've seen a lot is the reason I bring that up. You know, we yeah. haven't seen COVID, we haven't seen a health crisis pandemic like this, but we have seen ups and downs and, and um, you know, have talked to so many participants 
over the years um, that we, um, you know, kind of created a, a process at the beginning of this to deal with it. And um, we also leveraged global retirement partners. Um, you know, that's our, our registered investment advisor and um, it's only retirement plan advisors. So we get to, to leverage that brain trust of all these other men and women across the country who are dealing with the same thing. Um, so, you know, what we've done really is become behavioral psychologists <laughs> um, more than uh, financial advisors. And, yeah. you know, what I mean by that is, you know, we, the calls we're getting, which is a lot from employees of our clients, you know, is really just how to handle this market volatility, not only in their 401k or their 403b um, or their non-qual deferred comp plan or whatever we're helping them with, but just in their lives in general, you know, maybe their hours were cut. Uh, maybe they're not able to make a mortgage payment. Maybe their credit card um, just keeps going up and they can't get a handle on it. And all of those types of um, aspects of a person's financial life really tend to sort of bubble to the surface in a crisis like we're experiencing in a, in a market decline like like we've seen. And in particular, I think maybe the biggest one we've seen um, is is lack of emergency savings because you know people yes. have lost their jobs and they you know the majority of Americans don't have two months of uh, emergency savings in the bank and it's not a new problem that COVID caused it's just something that was brought to light because of COVID right um, so you know that sort of behavioral psychologist is kind of one thing that we shifted um, and then just real uh, thoughtful relevant communication. Um, you know, when we're all of, since everybody went online, um, during this, during this crisis, all mm -hmm. of our clients and our, our prospective clients and just relationships are receiving a million emails a day. Right. Right. And trying to figure out what they should read and, and what's relevant and what's not just must be, um, so difficult. So we sort of took a new approach and, um, started using video. So we started recording short videos, um, you know, specific to clients in some cases, and then maybe a little more general, but specific to topics like market volatility and compound interest and emergency savings and the CARES Act. And we all did it a different way. You know, John Clark up in Northern California has a newborn. So um, his newborn, Ryan, she starred in his <laughs> videos. Blake brought his son in who was basically born during... Um, the last financial crisis. So he's like, hey, look, I've lived through one, you know, I was born in one and now I'm living through another. So it's just, you know, kind of kind of keeping it, you know, fun, but also informative. Um, and then mm -hmm. I mentioned all those animals that we have. So I used our chickens and I brought uh, pepper, our chicken <laughs> pepper in, you know, for example, and in talking about compound interest, um, you know, just said, kind of use the eggs as an example, as an example where she lays three eggs, eventually those three eggs hatch those chickens lay eggs and that, that compounding, um, just grows. So we've, I will definitely be linking that video in the show notes. So, yeah. <laughs> so everyone can see it. That sounds good. Yeah. So, um, so we just, that's kind of what we're doing, you know, focusing more on the short term versus the long term, or yeah. I should, let me take a step back, focusing on both the short term and the long term. Typically we're, we're, preaching and teaching in the education we provide long-term stay the course, which we're definitely still um, consistent on, but what we're getting as questions is more short-term needs from yeah. the employees. So 
Yeah. Um, so just figuring out the right communication, the right language, and the right method to deliver that. I, I'm assuming, and maybe I'm assuming wrong, but a lot of the employees that you're working with and that are reaching out to you probably all have the same kinds of fears and needs that you're helping to fulfill. What have been maybe your top one or two nuggets of information that you feel like you're continuously sharing over and over again that people need to hear? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And so, you know, probably, you know, people, we all kind of, we get into a routine in our lives and we just sort of keep moving forward and don't necessarily take a step back and sort of, you know, analyze, you know, the different aspects of our life and talking specifically about the financial aspect, which is where most of our questions come from. You know, a lot of people, you know, let's say they're carrying a credit card debt, for example. So, you know, you can throw this word financial wellness around and everybody does, and there's some great programs out there, but what does it really mean? And, you know, you can't just send an email with a link to your employees and say, here's a financial wellness program. You know, you have to be engaging and you have to figure out how, how, it's going to work for them. So ours is really just built into the coaching that we provide when they call us and that we proactively reach out to them for. Mm-hmm. And, and the most common, um, you know, are pretty simple. You know, somebody who's carrying a credit card debt, for example, and they've been carrying it for a long time and they're making their payments just um, on time, making, you know, at least the minimum payment every time. So they're, they have a great credit score. They're making those payments. They maybe never called that credit card company and asked for a re- interest rate reduction. Mm-hmm. And, and that, ha- I mean, you can call or even request it online and you're, if you've always made your payments on time or at least for a year or so, 18 months, you're almost guaranteed to get a reduction, which is going to bring that minimum payment down. And, you know, some of the other ways that, that we're trying to help people find some savings to be able to first build an emergency savings and then focus on the 401k um, because emergency savings is kind of what's coming up the most recently because people were, you know, being laid off or, or hours cut. Yeah. Um, it's just calling Verizon or Comcast or AT&T, you know, some of those some of those phone and, and cable service companies. If you haven't called in a while and asked for a better deal, chances are there is one and um, and you can get it, you know. So um, yeah. trying to help them, you know, focus is, is kind of the, I think, a good word to use and focus yeah. on sort of one thing at a time, get there, create an emergency savings, and then move on to the next and sort of, you know, methodically work at rebuilding their financial lives or building their financial lives that way. Yeah. And I mean, those examples are, they're such small or simple, manageable steps to take that, you know, play into the bigger picture, but can make a real impact in someone's lives. Yeah, you're right. And it and it and it all goes how you communicate it, right? That's what it comes down to. So when we're talking to these employees, whether it's through a group presentation or we're doing our one-on-one coaching that we do, it's instead of saying, hey, 6%, 6%, you know, I, I've stolen George Frazier's kind of creation of pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. And when you tell somebody, you know, hey, you know, are you willing to save three pennies out of every dollar you make? You know, is that something that you do? And they say, oh, yeah, I can do three pennies. And you go, okay, well, you just, now you're saving 3%. How about six pennies? You know, how about a dime? Can you save a dime out of every dollar? Now you have someone saving 10%. And the only difference is they sort of understand it, you know, in a way that that makes sense to them. And, um, and, you know, that's kind of an example of trying to communicate in a way that, um, you know, people want to hear it, you know? 
And also, and and um, am I talking too much, by the way? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. You know, also just being realistic, you know, what all we see is sailboats and golf courses on TV when it comes to retirement. And that's not realistic. I, you know, would love to go sailing and I, I love playing golf, but everything else still exists, right? Your expenses, you still need to buy food. You still will have automobile expenses, whether it's insurance, whether it's a car payment, whether it's repairs, probably some sort of like mortgage or rent or at least property taxes, you know, all of those bills that you have today, most of them will mm-hmm. still exist when you retire. Yeah. What, what doesn't exist is your paycheck. That stops. Yeah. So that's, you know, we're helping them understand, you know, just a realistic, it's really tough to visualize yourself in retirement and, and we're helping them understand that. So that motivates them and encourages them and inspires them to, to save more in addition to the other debt reduction management that we're talking about, setting a budget and those types of things. That, uh, that little visualization I had there got me sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just, you gotta, you gotta think about it, make a chart and then back a couple of the expenses out, but they're still there. Yeah. You know, they really are. If you yeah. want to go get a couple beers with some friends, Costco, for example. I mean, I love going to Costco, but I'm never out of Costco for under a hundred dollars. Oh, never, never, you know, and I don't want to stop doing that. It's an experience. <laughs> I, always, I always find uh, something I never knew I always needed when I go there. Yes. Um, you know, shifting away from COVID because I feel like, you know, it, it's been a topic of discussion for such a long time and we're, we're more concerned now, I think generally as, as a population of looking ahead to the future, like what does the future look like? I'm curious, knowing that you have such an influence, um, on the people that you serve and within the community of, uh, other financial advisors that you Uh, work with what has been some of your or what are some of your great that you have had in the retirement world um, and what led to that so that we can learn from those successes sure Um, and I'm glad you left that sort of broad um, because you know I guess success to everybody would be something different right and right in our success at, at Heffernan we're we're a you know, our the, kind of woven into the fabric of our who we are, the entire Heffernan group, not just our division is um, is giving back. So we give a lot back to charity. We donate a lot of our time. And so all the employees, you know, they have this this uh, drive to help people. So that's always been kind of the foundation of our division um, at Heffernan, the financial services division. And since we're so focused on 401k plans, you know, helping people, helping employees save um, is, you know, really our mission and 401ks and 403bs and retirement plans and financial literacy just happen to be our expertise. So mm-hmm. we can combine those and the successes that we've seen, you know, for example, Anthony, you know, one of my colleagues who's um, the, the high net worth, worth manager on our team, he says this time and time again, nothing makes him feel better, um, you know, from his career standpoint of going back to a location that we did one-on-one you know, coaching for six months prior or a year prior, and somebody comes out of their cubicle or their office and says, hey, Anthony, I've been waiting to see you. I did what you said. I set that budget. I got that extra 20 bucks, and now I'm putting it in the 401k, and I have $800 saved or whatever the numbers are. Those are so great, and that's how we really measure our success. So obviously winning new business and bringing on new clients, but, you know, our purpose 
Um, and it's not just words and, and a line that I'm throwing out there. It really is. We're all empathetic, genuine, authentic people within our group. And we want to help people. And we're fortunate enough to be in a career that allows us to do that and make a living doing so. Um, yeah. So that's one of the successes you know, that I would highlight. And then the other is just we really almost feel like we become a part of the company at the business level. Right. Um, so I have clients that um, that I really feel like I work there almost because we get so involved, um, maybe too involved sometimes, but we're working with them on payroll things and just things that advisors don't typically work on. But just being there, even if we don't do anything, just being there sort of by their side on the phone on a conference call or whatever, just as their advocate, as their partner um, has really, truly kind of built deep relationships with our clients and made us smarter. Right. So we can answer the questions when they come up. Right. Um, but that's another success, you know, being able to to do that, see that and and, and experience that. Yeah. What I hear in that um, from both of the successes that you shared is that you really value the client experience or the human experience that you have and the connections that you have with the people that you work with and that the success is really just the amount of impact you can make in the lives of others. That's exactly right. Yep. You summed up my too long dissertation <laughs> into four senses. It's perfect. Well said. Well, um, I have one last question for you, Sean, sure. and that is, you know, words of advice for whether, you know, it could be for your clients or the companies that you work with, or maybe just other advisors right now who are, all in the works of learning how to pivot and figuring out, figuring out what to do to meet the needs of what's going on in the world today. What would you tell those people? Sure. Um, you know, starting just with, with other advisors, you know, there's a lot of good advisors focus in this space. You know, we're a small group. If there's 350,000 advisors in the country, you know, I think less than 5,000 of us focus primarily on retirement plans. Um, you know, so you're already an expert, you know, you probably know that. And, um, you know, I think just showing up and doing the work, you know, and, and, and making the calls and, um, you know, really trying to, to become an extension of whoever you're working with, whatever department that is at your clients has been successful for us and just doing the right thing. Um, yeah. you know, success is sort of just followed. If you show up and you help and you do the right thing, you know, the rest kind of just follows. Um, for clients and prospective clients and just other companies and colleagues out there, um, you know, it, it's, it's good and bad. You're in a tough situation because, you know, whether you started the company and you own it or, or you're an executive or you're just working there or whatever, you know, you've been tasked with this burden. And I don't use burden negatively, but I just use it as, as the definition of people's retirement, right? So social security is not going to cover everything that people need it to cover most likely. So that's why the retirement plan's so important. And that burden's been thrown upon employers, yeah. right? So it's tough, you know, it's a really tough position to be in. And I think what we have found, you know, our, my words of advice would just be um, work with an advisor, partner with one, because, you know, you find the right one and they'll be able to do all the things that I've talked about, which is what the people need, right? Yeah. The, the, the sound investment advice is is a commodity at this point, and, and all of us have it. We're all good at it. We're all fiduciaries. We're all licensed to do this. 
But when it comes to engaging with the with the employees and making a difference and helping them retire with dignity, with you know, on their own terms, and after a lifetime of hard work, that's what it's all about. That's what a that's what the four hundred one k or the four three b is for. So, by partnering with an advisor, you can, you know, you don't have to take on that burden yourself. That's that's what yeah we've been trained to do. The the advisor or you going into an organization, you are just as big as an employee advocate as the owners and the leaders within that organization. So you're just there to support them in their efforts to doing the best they can for the people that they serve. That's exactly right. And then for the business owners and the investment committee members, I'm there to to make sure that their liability is mitigated, right? That they're doing everything that they're supposed to be doing legally, you know, within compliance, ERISA, DOL, all of that. We cover all of that. We make yeah. sure that they are. And then we're also making sure that they're not paying too much. We're always going to make sure that they're within line, including our fee, and they're not overpaying and we're benchmarking and doing all the things that you would want your partner or somebody working for you to do to make sure that that every piece of advice they give and proactively undertake is is in your best interest as a business owner, which is the other side of what we do. Yeah, that's fantastic, Sean. Where can people go to find you? Um, other than all the links I'm going to put in the show notes with the sure. chicken video. Yeah, with the chicken video. So LinkedIn, you know, I'm, I'm there, but um, you can always just email me. And it's probably the best way, Sean K, that's uh, S-E-A-N-K at Hef Group. H is in heaven, E, F is in Frank, F is in Frank group.com. Okay. Um, or just call me, 949-771-3429. I'm available. I love uh, meeting and talking to new people. And if I can help you, I've, uh, I've found success. Perfect. Well, um, thank you so much, Sean, for taking the time to chat with me today. Um, if anyone out there listening wants to get in touch with Sean, again, I'm going to put all that information in the show notes. We'll also be blasting this on our social channels all um, next week or the week after. And I can't wait to talk to you again, Sean. Uh, likewise. So much. Yeah, thank you, Erica, very much. Have a great have- uh, Fourth of July weekend. Oh, you too. Have a Thanks. good one. You too.